This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock band, Humphreys McGee. Each week will feature a rotating schedule of insightful full show recaps, interviews with fellow Umfreaks, members of Team UM, as well as other musicians who have been inspired by and or played with the band. This is your place for all the latest news and happenings within the world of Umphreys, helping keep you informed on what's been recently released or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah Jahimiak. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you were able to check out last week's episode, which featured a recap of the Portland, Oregon and Seattle, Washington shows February 28th and 29th. There is a link in the show notes where you can give that a listen if you haven't. And this week we will unpack the three nights at the Belly Up March 5th, 6th, and 7th in Aspen, Colorado. A lot to get to from the weekend, so let's get right into it. Are you trying to find a place to get the word out about your shirts, pins, jewelry, interesting trinkets, band that's going on tour, or small business that's looking to connect with some like-minded folks? Dropped Among This Crowd Pod would love to help, including ad time in the show, ticket giveaways, social media plugs, product reviews, and more. Dropped Among This Crowd can help you reach and be seen by tons of fellow umfreaks, musicians, and other kind folks looking to purchase from you, work with you, and support their fellow um family. Email dropped at gmail.com if you're interested in chatting more. Real quick announcement here, the Brennan and Jake show that was going to be happening May 7th at the Cubby Bear in Chicago, Illinois, has been canceled. At this time, there is no news of when or if there will be a rescheduled date. Of course, when I know, I will let you guys know. If you have any inquiries, please feel free to email bands at duffentertainment.com. That is bands at duffentertainment.com. And you will find that email address in the show notes as well if you need it. All right, so let's get into it this week. The band played the belly up in Aspen, Colorado on March 5th, 6th, and 7th. This venue that the band has played at 22 times after these three nights here we're going to chat about. First making an appearance at the 450 capacity venue back in 2010 on January 22nd. The first year was the only year the band has played one night at this venue. When they returned the next year in 2011, they would play two nights. Umphreys has played at this venue since the very first time they graced the stage back in 2010, except for 2017. The first night this year, March 5th, would get started with Higgins tumbling down the rabbit hole slightly before four minutes, cooling its heels a few minutes later, but not sticking there, beginning to build itself back up and quickly making its way up the hill, driving right back into Higgins before nine and a half. Moving along into number five, adventuring off on its own slightly after four minutes, enjoying a nice stroll around the neighborhood and picking up some momentum about three minutes later, starting to stack the blocks to bring number five back into formation, slightly before nine minutes and fully going all in less than a minute later. 
push and pull next, followed by Breaker embracing its own identity slightly after three minutes, embarking on an uplifting jam for a few minutes, and then remembering the skeletons in the closet slightly before six and a half, with an ominous feeling building as it begins its burst back into Breaker. I've said it before, and I'll say it again, so happy that we're seeing more of that song. Cut off next. Love this tune, too. Honestly, a little butthurt. We didn't see a little more expansion from that one. A cover coming out after that, Can't Stand Losing You by The Police. The second time this one has been played. Debut during the Halloween show last year. Similar skin getting into its own ideas slightly after three minutes. Finding its way back home about five minutes later. And that similar skin would close out the first set of the first night. Set to opening with Little Gift, this one getting to stretch its legs a little, stomping its way out slightly after four minutes, and going off quite confidently, cooling its heels about three minutes later, allowing itself to dance along and sort of seductively float out, Jake walking us out sweetly as we move out of Little Gift and into In the Kitchen. That one will dance off slightly after four minutes, getting some serious funkiness to it as it continues on. This jam in here, I'd have to say, is my favorite from this first night, for sure. This kitchen is is very nice. Bursting into a little not-fade-away tease in there slightly before 10 minutes, starting its slide back into in the kitchen after that. Thin Air would come out next, and shout out to Joel at about mm, two minutes, and then for about two minutes there before we get back into familiar territory, wandering back off again, and Bayless taking us south of the border before we fully sink into the jam again for a little bit. Resolution that would feature a little Can't You See from Marshall Tucker Band, this one here noted as a partial version has been played a total of 19 times, sinking back into resolution about five and a half, wandering off about a minute later, sinking its heels in and continuing on for quite a while. As it makes its way out, it starts to disassemble a little and sweetly moves into upward. Plunger would come next, Chris leading us on our adventure slightly before four minutes, about six minutes-ish, It does sound very familiar, a little part of a jam that I remember from Syncopated Strangers back on February 2nd, 2019 at the State Theater in Portland, Maine. In that song, it would melt beautifully into Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Here it would sound like it was really thinking about it, but it didn't. It didn't tip over into that instead of that dancing open and I'll actually link that syncopated strangers in the show notes so you can listen to both of them and compare and kind of see what you think toying around again with that about nine minutes ish sauntering its way back into plunger at 11 minutes and that tune would close out the second set encore for the evening one song And before we get into it, Bayless would give us a treat with a little tune written by his seven-year-old son called 
jiggly thing. If you have children or nieces or nephews or whatever, if you're around kids that age, um, yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Steering that right into fills, getting to the gritty slightly before three and a half, slipping right into cocaine by J.J. Kale less than a minute later, noted on all things Umphreys as incomplete and coming back into fills at about eight minutes, and that would call it a night for the first evening in Aspen. Are you looking for the perfect gift for that rocker chick in your life? Perhaps you're looking for a killer new vintage rock kimono for yourself or a new sweet piece of canvas art for your apartment? Life Clothing Co. has you covered. Featuring the cutest vintage band t-shirts, sweaters with feel-good sayings, rompers, a fantastic selection of beautiful bell-bottoms, and some swoon-worthy home decor, you are sure to find something for that special lady in your life or that perfect outfit to wear to the next show. Check out the link in the show notes to take a peek at their amazing Grateful Dead and Led Zeppelin gear. Seriously, you or that lady in your life are going to love their stuff. Life Clothing Co. is your place for authentic boho vintage fashion. And exclusively for my listeners, if you use promo code Sarah Jahimiak, Rep 10 at checkout, you'll receive 10% off your total order. That's promo code Sarah Jahimiak, Rep 10, S-A-R-A-J-A-C-H-I-M-I-A-K-R-E-P, and the number 10 at checkout, and you'll receive 10% off. Moving along to night two of this run, March 6th, getting it going with red tape, which I will honestly say I felt a little sad that we didn't see more lift off from this one, but I love red tape and I'm always grateful to get one. It does soar off for a little bit, but this one just doesn't stray far from the property line. Tribute to the spinal shaft next. This is where I felt we really got into it in this set sinking into it about three-ish, continuing to dance on, bringing it back down to earth, sounding like a little cutoff from the night before peppered in there as it fades out, floating back in and then out as Uncle Wally, water coming out next, and we find out before going in that this is one of Joel's favorite Umphreys originals to play. Very nicely sliding right into the triple wide next, really getting to the meat of it slightly after three minutes and opening its wings as it adventures on. Shout out to Joel throughout this. Rounding the corner slightly about eight minutes, Chris and Andy giving us a little perk world action as we walk ourselves out of the triple wide, leaving that behind and unfinished, sauntering into the fuzz next, trailing off slightly after four minutes and Stasic making things sound very metallic as this continues to find direction and build together all of its pieces, opening up and dancing off in a different direction and getting a little sexiness to it slightly before eight and a half, building up its confidence as it walks out of the fuzz. Noted on all things Umphreys as containing a last man swerving tease in there. Seasons would come out next to close out the first set. And a fun little uh, little fact for you guys via Jimmy Rogers on Twitter. 
April 24th, 2003 at Trees in Dallas, Texas is the only other show where Tribute, Wally, Water, The Fuzz, and Triple Wide were played in the same show. During that show, they were spread over the two sets. This one here, they were all in the first set. There is a link in the show notes where you can find that uh, 424.03 show, as well as where you can follow Jimmy if you are not as well, because you should. He's always got some really great tidbits and information. Set two, getting it started with Mantis. Taking a moment slightly after six minutes before Chris begins to lay the path for the adventure ahead. Dancing along and going unfinished about 13 and a half and sliding itself right into Ringo. Wandering off on its first adventure about two minutes. Slamming back into Ringo about four minutes later. Embarking on its second adventure about seven minutes-ish. Embracing a straight-up arena rock and roll vibe as it heads out. Bayless is just shredding the shit out of this as well as it continues on. Calming its heels about 10 minutes and sidestepping right back into Ringo about a little over a minute later. Party and Peeps dancing out next, followed by Miami Virtue sinking in about 4 minutes, enjoying a wonderful stroll around the neighborhood for a little bit. Picking up momentum about five and a half later, sweetly bringing it back down to earth slightly before nine and a half. Joel leading the way as we wander out, beautifully moving along into Kimball. Keeping the good vibes going as we continue in the set, floating into Haji and seamlessly taking it back into the end of Mantis to close out the second set of the second night in Aspen. Encore would begin with a wonderful Joel-only Orfeo, changing directions as we finish up the evening, a cover of Justice for All by Metallica. This cover, sung by Chris, has been played a total of 28 times and was last played 273 shows ago, March 11th, 2017, at the Fox Theater in Oakland, California. Like I said, that would call it a night for the second show of this run. All right, so that brings us to the final evening of this run, March 7th, and sadly, we did not know at the time would be the last Unfree show for a little bit as a result of the recent world events. This evening would begin with Jajunk sinking in slightly after four minutes, soaring off for a little bit and setting it back on the ground beginning its seductive undressing and transformation into mail package slightly after eight and a half, completely leaving Jajunk behind about a minute later and confidently embracing mail package, haphazardly starting out on its adventure slightly before two minutes, sliding back into mail package about a minute later and heading back out for one more stroll around the block. Before heading into the next tune, a sweet little proposal with a glory accompaniment by the band. Congrats to Allison and Dylan on your engagement. Second self coming out next, followed by intentions clear. This one would sink in slightly before four and a half, having a very bouncy feel to it courtesy of Joel and Ryan as it begins to dance along. 
continuing on a very sensual feel to it before rounding the corner slightly before eight minutes and starting to dance open and getting some more balls and energy to it as it begins to dance out of intentions clear. We begin to hear its next plans about 11 and a half-ish, fully walking into Professor Wormbog next, dropping into it a little before one and a half, slipping back in about five minutes later, This set ending with a wonderful DBK final word, DBK sandwich. The first part of this DBK getting comfortable about five minutes. Joel leading us through the fog and finding our way out and slamming back into DBK slightly under two minutes later. Teasing final word a little bit before floating fully into it. I just love that tune. And then stomping back into DBK Chris leading the way as we head out on one more adventure for this set, slightly before one and a half, dancing along and sinking into a little LaGrange by ZZ Top Tease slightly after four minutes, not dipping really deep into it at first, wandering out and coming back about two minutes later, coming out and embracing its own ideas one more time, sinking into the next tease that we would get inside this second half of DBK. Don't Fear the Reaper by Blue Oyster Cult, fully stepping back into DBK about 8 minutes and 30 seconds, and as I had mentioned, that adventure would close out the first set. The final set of the evening, kidding, kicking off with Hurt Birdbath, that would begin its slide down the rabbit hole about 3 minutes, finding its way back into Hurt Birdbath slightly after 6 minutes, slinking its way out about a minute later building itself together and floating right into Footsteps by Pearl Jam, a debut cover for the band. The feeling behind it when they're playing this, it's just such a perfect cover for them to do. I'll admit I was not super familiar with this song before this. Again, something I just love about this band, um, and I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this a couple times before, um, that they bring light to songs that I didn't really know or even artists that I wasn't familiar with. Um, that's just, just very awesome. Her birdbath creeping back in about nine and a half, beginning to gain more energy a few seconds later, building itself back up and taking a robotic, futuristic country honky tonk path as it dances its way back in. Definitely you need to listen to that. It's very, very interesting. Fully exploding back in slightly after 12 minutes. A very nice ocean billy sandwich coming out next. The first part of this adventure would begin wandering out about six minutes, having a growing ominous feeling to it as it crawls along. We can hear 1348 about a minute later, slowly starting to build itself underneath. And it starts to get more confidence in itself as it continues to build, shedding billy completely and walking right into 1348. It would go off on a little stroll around the neighborhood slightly after two minutes, not wandering off for long, only about three minutes-ish, and it would go unfinished here nestled inside of this Billy sandwich. It starts to embrace a very tool vibe as we head back into Ocean Billy. Booth Love, after the conclusion of that, getting to the gritty of it a little before six and a half, Joel having a very 1970s Stevie Wonder vibe to his sound as we begin. Andy getting some love about a minute later 
And Joel bringing out that same sound again less than two minutes later as it embraces its path and dances out, making its way back into Booth Love a little while later. Rocker Part 2 next, followed by the new tune, Suck City. Chris counting it out at the end, and for a moment I thought we would be getting some kind of adventure, but not seeing um, any expansion from this version. Instead, heading into the end of Jajunk to close out the final set of The Three Nights in Aspen. The encore would contain a special treat, a cover of Regulate by Warren G. and Dr. Dre featuring Cousin Eli, a.k.a. Andy Farag, with a little Michael McDonald courtesy of Chris. Regulate covered by the band 48 times, including this one here. Last played December 14th, 2018 at Now Sapphire Riviera Cancun Puerto Morales during holidays 2018. That was certainly a mouthful. The final evening of Aspen coming to a complete close with the conclusion of that 1348 that we saw nestled inside Ocean Billy earlier in the second set. So that's all I have for this week of the show. The set list for the shows discussed, as well as where you can listen, are in the show notes. Anything else referenced throughout this episode can also be found in the show notes. If you guys have any questions, comments, or idea for podcast episode topics, please feel free to reach out. How you can do that is also in the show notes. Thank you again for joining me, everyone. Take care of yourselves and each other. I'll see you around these parts next week. Mad love.